What's up, what's up, Set Apart fam? I'm your host, Jamie Lynn Walnow, and today is an amazing day. One of my friends, Desiree, is joining us all the way from Arizona, and I found out this week that 69 countries are tuning into this podcast. That is crazy. I'm so grateful for the Set Apart fam. It's growing, it's beautiful, and we just got to keep being faithful, getting this Set Apart news out there. If you want to sow into this support this podcast or any other media I'm doing, you can go to jamielynnwalnow.com and you can join the tribe and you can sew monthly into this to help get this information going, going, going and growing, going, going so we can encourage men and women in every sphere of influence to live a life set apart. So if you're finding value, go subscribe, leave a written review, visit my website, jamielynnwalnow.com. I love to hear from you. means the world. Hope you're having a great day. Let's hop on into this interview with Desiree Arboleta. What's up, Set Apart fam? I'm here with my girl, Desiree. And before, um, before you say hello, I have to introduce you. Okay, so three years ago, I did an internship at Patricia King Ministries, and I had no idea that the Lord was taking me into family and establishing family for me in Arizona. And one of my precious treasures, which she was on crutches during that time, is Desiree, was, is Desiree. And um, her and her husband are dear friends of mine. And I absolutely admire her voice, her heart. Um, How many kids do you have? Five. Five, okay. You have five kids. And um, she has such a pure radiance for the holiness of God and for who he is. And I've never seen her speak outside that about any situation. She is just very careful with her words and the way that she leads people. And so she is the co-pastor at Shiloh Fellowship. And um, for those of you who know Patricia King, um, she's the apostolic covering of this church. And Pastor Francisco and Desiree are married, and they are the co-pastors together, the lead pastors at Shiloh. But uh, I could go on and on about how much I love you, because I do. And I'm so honored that we finally have you on the Set Apart family, so welcome. Oh, thank you, Jamie Lynn. I love you so much. We love you. Our entire tribe loves you so much. But I love you so much. And I'm so blessed to get to be here today with you and uh, get to have good conversation and hear hearts. And you're amazing. And thank you for doing this. This is so good and so crucial and so pivotal in this hour. I love your voice. I love who you are. I love your heart. So thank you, Jamie Lynn. Thank you. Look at her. She's like, a confetti cannon of love and affirmation. Oh. I love it. And you mean what you say. Like, I feel loved. I'm like, I know you actually mean everything you say. And it means a lot. Um, I'm like, that's all we do for like the next 25 minutes. We're like, I love you. No, I love you. Um, but you're so amazing. <laughs> you know, you're amazing. And we're staying hydrated. We're both drinking water. And she's drinking her coffee, which I miss drinking coffee there with you guys. But you have an encouraging word for this set apart family that's tuning in today. And I think it's vital and crucial. I believe it's a now word and it is global. It's national. It's to the church. It's to us individually and our families. So we were talking about it a little bit before and we were praying for all you guys because we love you. And we believe that you are going to be encouraged by the time that this podcast is over on who God is, 
So why don't we dive into that? Why don't you share with us what you are sensing to encourage people with in this hour? Amen. Awesome. Well, one of the things that's really been brewing on my heart is holding on to God's promises. And, um, and you know, you can stand back and look at the nation and see kind of the crisis that we're in, um, even in the church. And there's so many people personally in their lives and um, that, are, that are in this in-between place where they have the promise, you know, and we've had the promises for the church and we've had promises for the nation, but we haven't seen those promises come to fruition yet. We haven't seen them give birth yet. And um, I just feel like the Lord wants to wash over his church with encouragement, like, and, and what it means to stand on the promises, um, even when, when we don't see them manifesting, right? When we don't see them happening, what does this look like? And um, he was just giving me some practical examples, you know, Jacob, um, in, in uh, Genesis, though he had this dream, you know, it was the famous dream of the ladder, right? And in that dream, the Lord came to him and he gave him just a rocking word about his life, his lineage, everything that his life would, um, would hold, everything that he would release in the earth. Like it was a very rich word of promise. And then, you know, it goes on a couple more chapters. Those things hadn't necessarily come to fruition yet, but you go forward a couple more chapters and then, you know, Jacob has his wrestle with this angel, with, with the Lord. And in this wrestling, there was, there was the wrestling for the blessing. Like he already had the promise. We, we, as the body, have already been given his promise. His promise says, right? All of his promises are yes and amen. Although we know we're waiting for many of those things to come to fruition. So when, you know, the angel came, Jacob locked on to that angel and he would not let go until those promises came to manifest, until they, they gave birth and came into his life. He was like, no, they're mine. Everything that the Lord has promised to me, I know he's promised, but now I'm holding on. And it looks like something to hold on to those promises, you know, um, even in personally in our life when, you know, whether you have a health crisis or you're standing in the gap for a family member and you know, you know, that that, that person is meant to serve in his kingdom because that's his heart, his heart for all of us is that not one will be separated. Whatever that promise is, um, to position yourself in the, the, the truth of his word, to position yourself in the truth. Of, of Jesus and to see his, his promise come to fruition. You know, one thing um, I, I really feel like in this hour, um, one of the onslaughts that the enemy is, is coming at hotly after the church is um, to see if we really believe what we say we believe, right? Like, you know, he's, he's testing us, right? Yeah. And, um, I really feel like it is, it is our call, it is our duty to stand victoriously, right? No matter what circumstances look like, no matter what the storms look like, that we stand, we know that we are not to be dictated to by circumstances. Jesus gave us that example, you know, he spoke to the storm and he told the storm what to be. He came above the circumstance and that's the picture that we have for, for even standing on the promises of God. Like we speak and we stand you know, waiting for those things to come to fruition. And um, the Lord reminded me of the story of the centurion soldier that was um, seeking Jesus out so his you know servant could be healed. And um, 
you know, he found Jesus and he was like, you know, Jesus is like, well, I'll come. And he's like, no, no, just say the word. I'm a man that's under authority too. And I understand you just say the word and he'll be healed. And the reason why I bring that up is like, there's power when we're under his authority. And that's the reminder that we need in this hour. Like we're under the authority of Jesus. He's given us all authority, not partly, not a little bit. He's given us all authority. So for us to, to, to inhabit fully that authority that he has given to us, right? And um, not to, to, to look at our circumstances, but look to the promise of the Lord. Whose report are we gonna believe in this hour? You know, Are we gonna believe the report of the Lord? Are we gonna believe the propaganda that we're seeing every single day on our cell phone, on our TV or computer, or you know, our neighbor? What, you know, whatever the source, we have to be tapped into the source. I love that so much. That this is so, this is so crucial and this is so important right now. I love the line, the enemy is testing to see if we really believe what we say we believe. And I okay. love these moments and clearly many things have happened in my life to bring me to this point, to be able to say what I'm saying right now. But I love when the shaking comes, the righteous will not be shaken. So if things are being shaken in us right now by news from the doctor, news from literally the mainstream media or social media or friends saying something or somebody's opinion about something, when I just feel like it's such a revealing moment for us personally mm -hmm. and where we are, what is our trust in? And it reveals like, oh my goodness, I didn't know that my trust was in just that. Mm -hmm wanting this news and not the Lord, because when our trust is in the Lord, we're not shaken. So what are, what are things right now practically that you think would be helpful for, or actually before we do that, cause I would rather do that towards the end, the, the practical solutions of it. So right now in the church, what are you seeing? I know I might, I might be putting you on the spot, but maybe not because you are a co-pastor. Um, what are you seeing right now in the church that you see getting shaken or, or in the nation? What, what are you seeing literal, like on a, like, literally I see these things happening right now. Yeah. You know, um, the morning of, it was the morning before the election, I woke up and I had a meeting on the other side of town. So we had to drive quite a distance and Typically, we're not in downtown Phoenix very often, um, but we stopped to get a coffee on the way up and um, we stopped and immediately, as soon as I got out of the vehicle, just I could feel in the atmosphere this overwhelming sense of fear of the unknown. Yeah. People just don't know. So there's very fearful. And yes, that's definitely in the world. Um, but in the church, we have to remind ourselves whose we are and who we are. And that is what wards us off, right? From, from the uncertainty, like to honestly, we don't know exactly what tomorrow will look like, but we do know that we have promises. So to stand on those promises, right? Yeah. So um, here at Shiloh, I, I feel like we're just so blessed, like on our footprint, um, they're just radical believers that are just amazing standing forward standing fast and holding on to the promise and the word of the lord um although if you you know kind of scale back and look at the church of the usa um 
you know, I can say the remnant, the remnant is definitely um, being birthed in this hour. And uh, you can see um, a church that is arising that has no compromise. And you can see others that um, have yet to answer the call. (laughs) Right. Um, And And so, no, they don't even know they're not answering the call. They don't know. And I believe that's um, actually deception in play. And I love, you know, how Patricia has said this throughout the years. And it's, it's blessed me so much because I tend to be very black and white and be like, no, this is this and this is this. And that is right. And this is wrong. And get your act together and la dee da. But the nature of deception is you don't know you're deceived. So then it is our position as the church, the, 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 the true church that wants holiness and righteousness birth in the land that wants to partner with the heart of heaven to see his kingdom released here on heaven through us. Right. Yeah. Is, is, is to, is to pray and birth in the church, right. Through intercession into that remnant, into the bride, um, because he's coming back for a bride that has no spot, no wrinkle, no blemish. Right. And so, um, you know, they're just, so this is what I see. I see it's such a, an amazing time in history to be alive. Like I think of this, like out of all the millennia that the Lord could have chosen to release us to be on the earth, he chose this hour and I feel so honored. And, and, um, but anyhow, uh, yeah, I just, uh, just to see, to see this, how the remnant is arising, to see this passion, to see this love, to see his, his, his holy ones burning with a passion and desire, you know, that, that cannot be quenched. Um, it's, it's quite, it's quite an honor to, to witness in this hour. Right. And so I, I do see that. Um, yes, we can see all the other stuff. Right. Um, and it's just, it's our position to take it in prayer, right. (laughs) As we all have over these, especially these last weeks and months, you know, yeah. It's been an interesting year. You were talking about shaking earlier and the Lord um, actually gave me a, a, a quick little word when I was in the firewall prayer over these last couple months. And um, I had planned to be at the church um, by this, by the time my hour started, but I wasn't, I was in line getting a coffee. <laughs> I was in the drive through line and I realized the time I was like, oh Lord, I wanted to be there. I'm sorry. And I look up in the car in front of me is this muscle car and on its license plate, first of all, it's a patriotic license plate, has a flag on it. And the wording on the license plate says, shake me. And it's the flag, it's the nation. And I was like, I just knew it in my spirit, something was coming. And he said, if Peter was never shaken, he would have never walked through the open door. And I was like, okay. All right, Jesus. <laughs> I know I have chills. I'm like, <laughs> I was like, okay, so let us lean into the shaking, right? The angel came and he stirred him, right? And it mm-hmm. and stirred and stirred Peter, right? He shook him. He yeah. he woke him. And when he woke him, he gave him specific directions. And, and he gave them to him in, in a specific order as well, you know, um, wake, <laughs> put on your shoes, get dressed and, um, you know, shoes of peace. Like we need shoes of peace to walk through what the father is calling us to walk through in this hour. The last thing he tells him to do before he says to follow him is to put on his coat, which is his mantle, his authority, right? 
you know, put on your shoes a piece, get ready to follow, you know, his spirit, clothe yourself in the authority of Jesus Christ and what he's given us and, and walk yourself with Holy Spirit through these, you know, gates that, that he has called us to. So anyhow, which were three, there was three of them, you know, his, his door, the outer door or the inner gate of the prison and then the outer. But anyhow, I, I just love that. I was like, had, had Peter never been shaken, he would have never walked through the open door. It's like, okay, Lord, we're being shaken in this hour. Bring us through that open door, that open, that open gate that you have us to walk through in this season. I love that. You know, you were talking so, and I'm, you know, I love, I love, um, one of the many things I love about you is that you, it's cool to see clearly what the enemy is doing, but you know, God always has a solution when you can see what the enemy is doing at play. So we see fear and deception. And one of the things I've caught myself praying several times um, throughout the past few months is, Lord, I don't want to be deceived. Please show me if I'm deceived in any way, because I never want to assume that I'm always right. Because I'm not. He is. And That's right. these prophets are giving prophetic words. The news is giving their word. The Then it's like, I... I can honor the word of the prophet all day long, but do I trust the Lord myself if I didn't have a word from a prophet? And if I never heard the news, like what I, what I know is what I, what I know. So I say that because I, I love when you were talking about deception, you were like, you don't know if you're deceived. And so I, I just think that's something to, we see the bride at war with one another within herself right now. It's really hard to watch, um, especially over worldly things. Yeah. And so I, and, and out of relationship too, and then mm -hmm. they're not in relationship, the people that are coming at one another. So I do think that's something that has been helpful for me to realize is Lord, I don't want to de be deceived. Please show me where I am. So and good. Because I think that's, I just think that's a, a big key right now that really stood out to me. And the remnant is, is, I it is birthing the remnant right now. Like it's never too late to be part of the remnant as long as you have breath in your lungs. That's what's mind blowing, right? Yeah, yeah. Like it's never ever too late for anybody. That's why I don't talk poo poo about anybody, no matter how evil they are. I can say, hey, that's evil. We need to pray for them, but I'm not going to slander an evil person or I become just like that person. That's evil to slander. So I say that because that person that everybody thinks is impossible to be saved could be part of the remnant running alongside us one day, you know, like what's the word for and all these people we're reading about if that's not the case but I love what you're saying about the remnant so what do you see um what do you see how do you recognize the remnant today in the shaking what do you see them doing right now uh, I think one one attribute immediately that sets the remnant apart is um an uncompromising faith like they just won't compromise right and um one thing that you said that just is so powerful, Jamie Lynn, is that you take out inventory with Holy Spirit, like, Lord, let me not be deceived. Uh, search my heart and know my ways, right? Um, because it, like we said earlier, the nature of being deceived is you don't know you're deceived. You need the spirit of God to reveal that to you. And then you you surround yourself with wise counsel, right? And people that um, have wisdom and, and speak into your life and, and that um, want to see you grow into the fullness that God created you for, right? right. Um, but it's humility. And humility keeps us cloaked and hidden 
from the enemy, right? Um, but an uncompromising faith and which, it, you know, our, our faith is, is uh, the, the foundation of our faith should be his righteousness, his holiness, right? The character of Christ. What does it look like to be Christ-like? You know, righteous is to be in right standing with him. And so, um, but absolutely, that's one of the first things that just comes to my mind is a, is a compromise, uncompromising uh, faith. Like, it doesn't matter the price that someone may have to pay. It doesn't matter um, the ridicule and the scoffing <laughs> that they may endure because they decide to stand for righteousness and holiness. Um, they are lovers of themselves. They not love not their lives till death. And we know that we're crucified with Christ. So sometimes that's a daily thing. Like you have to like nail the old man down and choose, you know, his fullness um, to be manifest in that moment. Um, but, but that's it. Like I, I love, I love him so much more that I will, I will not compromise. I love him so much more that I will lay this, this, this part, this desire, this hope, this dream, this whatever down yeah. because it, 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 none of it matters. He's worth it all. He's worth it all. And, um, and so it's that, yeah, to me, it's that uncompromising, uncompromising faith. Yeah. And, and I love what you're, and what I hear coming from you, and please correct me if you would say it differently, is it does come from that place of knowing him, that relationship aspect. You can't have uncompromising faith in something that you don't trust. And oh, yeah. I love what's oozing out of you. It's like, I love him so much. I can't do this. I love him. I have chills everywhere. I love him so much. I can't imagine, or I love him so much. He's worthy of me laying this down. And until... Like, I think what is so powerful is for anyone tuning in and, and clearly this isn't in Desiree at all. There is no shame. There is no condemnation for people who are not here yet in this place of understanding what Desiree is saying, because it starts with falling in love with the man and trusting him. And then you can hand him everything. You can't, if you're not able to give up things for him, to him, it's because you don't know how good he is. For sure. <laughs> Right. And that right. takes some time. Sometimes it takes a moment. And for other people, it may take a little bit of time. But as long as you're leaning in, I think that's what's important because he will transform you over time. For so sure. my, my question to you is, um, before we pray for everyone, what are the key? What do you think the, um, the keys for this season are for people to stand in the word of the Lord, to stand in these promises, whether it's globally, nationally, in our church, in our family, in our personal lives, like, what would you encourage people to do practically? Um, I definitely, you, you hit it just a moment ago, and it's all birthed out of place of presence, right? Your personal relationship with him. Like, uh, you can, the word of God, absolutely. Um, you, you need the word, right? Um, but you need to read the word of God with his spirit, because if not then they're paid words on a page right yeah. so um just his first his presence and in hearing his word hearing spending time with him you spend time with people you like <laughs> with yeah. people that you love we love him we like him we spend time with him get to know him um and and read his word read his word with him um 
In his word, you find out who he is and you find out who you are inside of him. And um, so definitely presence, like, you know, living a life of presence with him, um, and, and which is tied into our identity. Like if we don't know who we are and whose we are, how can we um, ever expect that we can stand for anything at any time righteously or holy and how can we expect that we can partner with him to bring his will here on earth like you know that darkness is dark we got to know who we are and we got to know who we represent and we got to know the power that lives inside of us because it's the same power that raised christ from the dead yeah and um knowing that and believing it and um and then walking it out you know, because you can know it and believe it all day long, but until you engage your faith and activate it, you know, that's a, that's a practical glory to glory moment. <laughs> I love that. I love that so much. Um, I think this is, I, I'm really grateful for you. I think this is a really powerful and I love how simple you've made it very clear. There's no like frou-frou around it that makes it confusing. <laughs> And so my question is, would you pray for people who are tuning in right now as you feel led? I don't know if you have words for people or whatever it may be um, before, before we close out and invite people to know where to find you if they want to follow you. Amen. I would love to pray. Well, Holy Spirit, we just, we honor you and we thank you and we give you all the glory and all the praise to you be all the blessing and all the honor. We thank you for this time. We thank you for the opportunity it is to talk about you and, and to engage in conversation over you and about you, Lord. Holy Spirit, I thank you that you are moving across your body in a way that we have actually never seen, Lord. And I thank you that you are stirring hearts, Lord. You are stirring uh, souls. You are stirring um, your believers into action in this hour. You are stirring your believers into standing on your promises that you have spoken over their personal lives, that you have spoken over their families, over their children, that you are stirring them to stand on the promises that you have given them uh, for their region, for their cities, for their churches, for their states, and, and, and for our nation and ultimately ultimately the world, Lord. We know that all of your promises are yes and amen, Lord, but I thank you for a fortifying faith that is coming over your body, Lord, uh, to, to have all hope and expectancy in the word of the Lord, in, in, in faith in your word and what you said, Lord, because you are faithful to accomplish the word that you have released, Lord. So I thank you that in this hour, we have opportunity to partner with your spirit, to see your promise come to fruition, Lord. We, we stand for your blessing. We stand for your favor. We stand for your um, promises over our nation, over our family, Lord. And I thank you that you are coming in such a beautiful way. Lord, to, to everyone hearing this, Lord, I thank you that you are delivering supernatural measures of faith, Lord, that they will stand, they will stand, um, Lord, in faith, watching and waiting, Lord, for your promises to come to, to um, pass, to fruition, Lord. And I thank you, I actually see the Holy Spirit um, uh, highlighting people on a faith walk concerning promises right now. And I actually see him playing like a sweet game with, with um, 
some of these believers. And so they have these really large promises that they're believing for. But then they also have these like smaller things that they're believing for. And I see the Lord starting to check off those boxes of those smaller promises. And honestly, they could be really small, really. I, I see them as really small things, but the Lord is using this to build their faith. And they they start very little, like, you know, like I seriously, they're, such, they're cute and they're little, just almost like word games with the Lord. And, um, and Lord, I thank you that you are coming to your believers in this hour and that you are just bringing such a new measure of trust and hope and faith in your word, Lord, and that you are, are, are coming to those small promises. And I see it like a staircase and it builds on the next. And then that promise builds on the next and that promise builds on the next, Lord. And I thank you that their faith, their faith is increased inside of you, Lord. And I thank you for the plans that you have for your church and for your beloved. They are beautiful and they are wonderful. They are to prosper us and to bless us in all things, Lord. And I thank you that you have positioned us through faith in your word to see the goodness of God come forth in our lives, in our churches, and in their in our nation in this hour, Lord. Yeah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Amen. Thank you so much. I think I feel so much peace. Like buzzing through my body right now. I feel the peace of God. And I love one of the biggest things that I feel like I got from you um, is, which may sound, I mean, it's just as simple is to partner with the Holy Spirit in this hour. And he really is like, even when you're saying reading the word with the Holy Spirit, it feels like it is so much easier to stand with God than it is without him for promises. Oh, for sure. <laughs> you like ask to a sale. Right. right. Like, ain't nobody trying to do that when, you know, do all the striving when we don't need to, but I love that. Okay. How can people get in touch with you if they would like to get in touch with you or follow you on uh, social media? Yeah. You know, a social media, I'm pretty much on Facebook. I do have an Instagram, but it needs some tension from Desiree. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't nobody, ain't nobody judging right um so desiree arboleta hyphenated kiros on the, on facebook um i do have i do have an instagram and i do need to polish it up it's desi a7 yeah okay and um you also are on shiloh fellowship you guys can follow shiloh fellowship on instagram and facebook you guys are posting on there too and people may see you because you're often leading worship or giving a word or maybe preaching more these days i don't know yeah i think um i'm trying to remember i don't know if it's this sunday or the following sunday one of these sundays i got the 9 a.m service for the preach the preach (laughs) you get your preach on i love you so much thank you for your time and for those of you Yes. And for those of you who are tuning in, if you find value in this podcast, please subscribe, leave a written review, share it. Let me know what you love. And if there's something that you want to hear, let me know because I'd love to cover it because this tribe is really growing quickly and it's amazing. We're in 69 countries, y'all. I just found that out yesterday. Crazy. So let me know. Love y'all. And I will see you next week or you'll hear from me next week with Set Apart with Jamie Lynn Wilno.